are dreamers, leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so much more. We are Supernovas. What's up, everybody? I'm GB, and this is Conquering the New World, a show that combines the life lessons told in anime with our shared experience. Well, let's get into it, man. Uh, you are most known for your hot takes on YouTube and like you know doing your stream and everything. I most definitely dig the One Piece, uh, you know, streams that you do. Why did you decide to uh, hop on YouTube and like how did you get that going for yourself? Was it just out the blue? Um, it literally was. I mean, I used to watch a lot of YouTubers, so um, for Neverworlds, Double Four, Sawyer, King of Lightning. And um, I think one day, like, everybody took a minute to upload, you know, and mm -hmm. I, it was a chapter, I think it was like 790 something. It was like, okay. man, I just want to talk about this chapter. Um, and nobody had uploaded. So I'm there, I was at work and I'm talking to myself about it. Right. And I'm like, bro, I should just, I should upload a video. So then I went home at like this old ass Dell laptop with like a crazy webcam that you know you can barely see anything mad fuzzy but like I'm just do it and I just decided to just one day just just upload to get my thoughts out there because I was tired of just talking to myself about it because none of my friends really like One Piece they like like other casual shit but not nobody really like One Piece like that so it was a way it was like an outlet I would say to kind of get my thoughts out and I just decided to upload and then and stop since um i had a question uh brago uh so like i know that you you know you you have a family you got a wife you got a kid um or kids i don't know if you have multiple kids but like how in that uh how, how do you come like come across a decision or come up with a decision to you know kind of sacrifice some of that time to drop early because that is something that you are known for being like one yeah. of the first people to drop a vid or mm -hmm. the first person to drop a vid. Um, just like, you know, sac I, I hear a lot of times on the stream, you talk about how you get no sleep and shit like that. Um, like, how do you, like, what do you, how do you time manage? How do you schedule shit like that? Um, I think, I think one thing I always try to do is like, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it all the way. Like I'm gonna put my best foot forward no matter what. Um, and so like with the sacrifice, I think it's kind of uh, communication with, you know, my family, letting them know like, okay, this is something that's kind of important to me. So, um, me working up, waking up early and, um, you know, not spending as much time with them sometimes and working late and, you know, staying up, stuff like that. It's, um by doing that i think it, it makes me i guess happier so that when i spend time with them it's like flawless in a way so like when when i think about like the sacrifice that i make it's like me and my wife we talk about like like she has different things that she enjoys doing. So it's like, it's like a schedule where like, all right, when you're doing what you want to do, then I'm, you know, I got the kids or whatever, when I'm doing this, you, you know, 
um, you got the kids and then, you know, we spend time together. I think it's all about just um, uh, communication and knowing what you want. And with, with YouTube and the space that I occupy, I can't, I can't like deny how it's changed my life. Cause I met, I met like a bunch of dope people and then having this outlet is, is, is really a few things that can compare to it where I can just come and I got a platform where I can just talk about whatever I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And I got, you know, people that support me, of course you get criticism and all this stuff, but it's a lot more support and uh, it's, it's not, not a lot can compare to that. Honestly. It seems like, Uh, it seems like it makes you a lot more appreciative of your time. Just speaking like, uh, just from like how Sensei talks about his time on YouTube and then how what I've been learning from doing the pod, I find myself, you know, having to work with the with the secretary. That's my girl. Uh like scheduling out, blocking out the time and saying, like, you know, this is your time. So I know when it comes to podcast time, I'm much more locked in. Um and it makes it less like some frivolous thing that I'm doing and more like something I'm dedicated to. So exactly it, it definitely helps when you have something to look to and be like, yo, I, I got to get this shit down. Like I got to make it work. Yeah, bro. It's, 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 it's a, it's a grind. And, and I'm like, I don't mind putting in the work because I enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. like, it's like, it's easy to like do something that you enjoy. So it's like, if I got to wake up, you know, at 12, 1 AM to talk about the chapter, I'm gonna do it. Cause that shit is fun to me. So. It should be lit. Um, what you what you was gonna say, sister? Oh uh, yeah, I was just gonna kind of like piggyback back back off that. Just like like seriously, when he just hearing him talk is like yeah for real. Cause like you know obviously GB knows like my girl like get on my ass, bro. You been you been recording the pod for two hours. <laughs> you been talking about this shit for two hours. Like I, I be up, I be up, bro. It's a couple times I done, I didn't wait it to just to hop on Brago's stream on some. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit, the chapter gonna drop. I need to read yeah. that shit. Um, because I know Brago gonna want to stream, or when I first started, you know, when I started doing my own uh live reaction streams and shit, like I do my shit, and it's like my girl's like, Yo, you're not coming to bed, like it's not, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? like it's 11 40 ain't going to work tomorrow. It's like, Yeah, but damn, let me do this, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, so it's so, so just you know, she she getting to a point now where she kind of understands, and obviously, you know, we set up, we, we do our together time, we do our movie nights, we do yeah. our date nights, and um, shit like that, so so it is, it doesn't feel like I'm neglecting her, like kind of how she felt in the beginning when I didn't really know what it was. It was just I want to talk about One Piece because, like, same like you, like a lot of my friends. I'm not gonna say they don't like it, but they shit on it a mm. lot. And it's like I don't want to talk to people that right. shit on One Piece all the time. So exactly. let me, you know, what I'm saying let me let me find a place I can talk about. I can talk about uh, One Piece and just have fun with the shit. And I was, you know, fucking watching YouTubers like you and For Neverworld and, and, and King of Lightning, Rogers Base. Uh, teching, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like all of those, and I'm like, Yo, I can do this shit too, bro. You know what I'm saying, like oh, I can definitely sit up and talk about about this. That first, uh, that first Brago stream that you was on, Sensei, I got, I caught that work over that shit because we had recorded that day. I had been editing all day. I was like editing the day before, so like all my time was going to anime shit, and then we were supposed to be like watching this movie, but I'm like, I, I got you on the movie. I'm finna tune into this stream real quick. It's Sensei, <laughs> you know. 
It's just their first time on the stream. Dude, I was so hyped. I was, bro. When he sent that, bro, when he sent that invite to the stream, yo, I, when I tell you I was hyped, I'm like, yo, this nigga want me on the stream? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? I was hyped. I was texting niggas like, yo, you got to listen, bro. And I'm like, I can't I can't not miss this stream because it's like, it's like a coming to age thing. Like, when you on YouTube, you want other YouTubers to, like, invite you to their channel, to invite you to their stream. Yeah, so, like, fuck yeah. with you, G. Bro, I was so I was so like nervous and scared. Like starting out, it was like, yo, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna be alienated. Like I'm hella brash, I'm hella niggerish. Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of these, you know what I'm saying? Rep niggas gonna rep niggas the wrong way. Me. Yeah. I, what was it? Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I don't really get too too much of a fuck about that. Mm. But this just, you know what I'm saying? My style. Yeah. Like I felt like motherfuckers might not fuck with my style or see me and be like, oh, I don't know if I want that guy on my channel or I don't know if that guy, you know. uh be be he'll resonate with my viewers or my subscribers and you know so i was kind of worried about that but so when you hit me i'm like oh shit niggas fuck with me it was like kind of I'm, I'm just not starting black over so it was like kind of when dude jumped down and was like you know i know why they fuck with you because you ain't got no magic and shit like yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. I like, it was kind of like that moment but i was hyped as hell i think i saw like um uh, i think a video you did it's like a stream but it's like a. It was like you and a bunch of dudes, like just talking. Yeah. Well, pause, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was a. Uh, it was a stream I did early on. They, they with, had, uh, Derek and yeah, a they had, other they homies. had game uh, night and shit. Yeah, and so like when we had game night, yeah. we basically just sit around. We play the game, and we also talk about anime and all type of shit like that. So we sit. I set up the camera, and I'm just like. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk. And we just got to talking everything. We was drinking liquor, just sitting up talking about shit. And it just ended up being good ass fucking. Yeah, I thought that was dope. I thought it was really dope. And I was like, that would be, you know, uh, that's like great content. And I, I felt like you would have been like a perfect addition to just, you know, talking about One Piece. Um, and honestly, it's just like um I I don't know, I personally enjoy when I see like black creators talking about anime. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and actually um, I guess taking it seriously, I mean, taking it seriously, you know, it's a bunch of people that come and they, you know, start a channel and they make a video or two and you know, it's like, and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool on it. Where it's like, I, I like seeing people just, you know, continue to pursue it and, you know, talk about their shit and various platforms. I'm just like, all right, you know, if I can support that, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, that was, that was hella dope to me. Community is everything, bro. Um, to go back to Sensei's point about the like, if people gonna like his delivery or you know, if they finna fuck with the it, it's funny because, like, kind of like the old saying, like, no press is bad press. Uh, and I've really learned this from like Leak being our Twitter manager. So, for all the the quote unquote slander and hate that this man Leak catches for like just being Leak, it seems sometimes like just waking up today. Um, <laughs> that shit has done so well for our engagement too as a pod because like people will just at the podcast just on some like slander and leak shit but that'll turn into entire conversations that we do uh, and then other people like join in on those conversations because they want to know like what the fuck is these niggas talking about and who the fuck is leak and then it gets back to the pod and then we got people talking about our episodes and shit so <clears throat> it's like a give and a take like maybe them first niggas that check out your page they don't like your delivery they don't like your style they fucking hate what you're doing and you got two subscribers 
But like Rocco was saying, you know, you won't know that shit off two two videos. You got to stay consistent. Like you got to keep making content because pretty soon you're going to get that one hit. That one person is like, I do like his shit. And all it takes is them sharing a video. And then you got two people to like your shit. Then you got four. And I mean, y'all been to enough pyramid scheme meetings to know how that shit work. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. <laughs> bro, I looked up the other day and saw that I had like over sixty some videos. I'm like, damn, bro, I made that many fucking videos. Congratulations! Like, it like just to think about that shit was like, bro, I never even thought I had as many actual videos on YouTube. Fuck how many views they got, but just that I set up, edited, uploaded, made a thumbnail for. You know what I'm saying? For sixty fucking videos, like that shit. I was actually funny. looking at my videos the other day, and like, think um. On my first channel, I got like, and this is including like live streams. It was like like nine hundred and some videos, and then on the new channel, it was like a hundred and something, hundred something like that. And I was like, yeah, the I'll new make, channel like, you talking about, uh, BDA Law? Yeah, that's like a hundred and thirty, and then that's the new channel. Yeah. Congrats, congrats, man. That's a lot of damn. Videos, G you got sixty. <laughs> you, my man Brago got sixty sixty thousand. On the new channel, like hey, I <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I was just thinking like it's a like some of the videos I don't even remember like making because I think I've gotten like so locked in at some points where it's just like I was in a different just mode where it's like you know it's a six six hour editing you process that you, that you don't even remember producing. I don't remember it. Yeah, I'm looking at the video. I'm like, yo, I forget making this. I don't remember like. You know, the night I made it, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember, like, I got it done. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like so, locking in is crazy. Speaking of that, um, what's the biggest moment that you've had to date? And what's probably, like, the lowest you felt in your journey to date? And, like, what did you learn from those moments? Or, like, what kind of what kind of came from that? Biggest moment. I think the biggest moment was when I hosted the Reverie. Hey, I was there for that. That yeah, shit was lit. I think that I was, wasn't there in the Reverie, yeah. but I was a, I was a, I was a watcher. That was that was um that shit was that was crazy <laughs> to me because like um the people that showed up like and we managed to get Sawyer as well, um, Tekking, King of Lightning, Roger, Joy Boy, and it was just like, bro, I got all these niggas on my channel right now. Yeah, you know that's a bit. Those some big ass names too that came to your. Yeah, show. and like, and the thing is, I didn't want to host, and like they were like, nah, 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 we want you to host it. Like they were, like they were pushing for me to host this, like the reverie. So it was just like, oh shit, like you know what I'm saying. So that was like the biggest moment where, in the middle of the stream, it was just like, damn, like this is really happening right now. Um, the lowest moment, I think it was like. Um, it was like uh, during like the Seducing Woods or in like Whole Cake Island. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, um, oh, like, I don't know. I feel like, or actually, no, it was with Luffy versus Katakuri where. Oh, damn. For real? Yeah. Not well, it wasn't the actual, um, I would say the actual what's going on in the story. It was it was just how people the whole cake was still going on. <laughs> not only that. People were like people's reactions to how I felt about certain things where it's like because I wasn't rooting for Luffy, it was like a, like 
like a month of just hate, just like niggas just slandering. I had like a whole Reddit thread. <laughs> I had like niggas adding me on Twitter every second. Like, bro, every it was, second. I'm talking about like, bro, if you had seen my mentions at that time, like on my, the comments, like everything when niggas was just mad. Like, <laughs> I was just like, yo, niggas are this mad because I want Katakuri to win. Like, so it was just like, I, what I think I had have, bro. all I mean, these like, niggas agree with me now, which is crazy. All of them agree with me now because they didn't like how the, the fight ended. Like I was telling y'all niggas this, but I feel like that was the lowest point because I I think I got to a place where I started becoming kind of vindictive where like niggas that would like comment, I would, I would go back at them. And it was like, you know what I'm saying? I kind of got yeah. out of character with that. Um, but you know, that it passed, but I think that was a, that was kind of the lowest moment. What was what was your lesson from that? Like, how did how you gonna manage that next time? Because that's like that's so easy to happen in our space, especially when we got any like any Abby gang that feels invincible <clears throat> behind their profile pic, so they'll be saying yeah, anything to you. <laughs> Niggas suck, bro. Like, that how should do you, be. How do you manage that? To be making me so mad sometimes, bro. I, so sometimes, so what I do now is when somebody piss me off, I type it. I type out what I want to say. Right, I just type it out. I don't click it. I just type it out, and then I'm like, "What?" I ask myself, "What is this gonna accomplish?" All right, and then uh-huh. after that, because normally the answer is like nothing, so I don't send it, and I just block them. That's <laughs> block them. That's simple. Hey, that's bro- simple, bro. <laughs> That's like the equivalent <laughs> of like writing out a letter and then just burning it and being like, I said my piece, bro. I exactly. I said it. I, you know, I got my shit off. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Now you can't interact me on that strong. account again. I've seen like sometimes yeah. where <laughs> niggas will come back on a new account and they're like, yo, you blocked me. My bad for that. I'm like, bro, uh, you got to understand that as much as I enjoy doing this, I can't like seeing negativity like that all the time that that kind of messes with you so if i if i see something that's like super toxic that i'm like all right this is just disrespectful like i don't want to deal with this i just block you because like <laughs> like it's it's just that simple because me engaging with you going back and forth even now on twitter when i you know when i i would reply to somebody for something they said right Mm-hmm. And then they say something back. And then I say one more. Then I say something else back. And they come back at it. I'm like, all right, agree to disagree. I'm done. That's it. I'm not. We're not doing the the 20 message like Twitter thread because it's just like yeah. don't, <laughs> don't really get 30, 33 retweets with comments. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that because then I, because then a bunch of other niggas start jumping in and they start. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Cool. And then then the argument becomes displaced and it's like, what are we even yeah. talking about? Yeah. What the we crazy part about? about that is like, <laughs> motherfuckers start to twist your words and you damn near forgot what you said. Like, you got to scroll back up. Like, did I, I go say back that up? Shit, and then like with Twitter, sometimes it's like this thread and then you got to go back to what this nigga said. I'm like, nah, B, I'm not doing all that with y'all. Like, I'm cool. Y'all got it. In terms of engagement, are you still like very low tech? Like just kind of just handle shit yourself, or um, do you like get some tools that you use? Do you like I don't know if you pay for like uh, engagement or pay for? I knew a guy that was paying for his engagement on his YouTube channel, but it didn't work out well for him. So like what happened was um, he was funneling money into this company, and it was getting him views and subscribers. But then as soon as he stopped funneling the money in. 
the like the page went to shit and it kind of bombed and his whole take from that was like uh i mean i shouldn't have started off like paying for engagement because he never really had a good idea of what his audience looked like yeah i learned that like hella early when because when i first started youtube in 2015 the popular thing was like sub for sub right okay. like you know you say you meet somebody they could be they could talk about i don't know uh trees right You're like hey man sub for sub you know i sub to your channel you sub to mine right um and it like it it looks good because you got these number of subscribers but i don't give a fuck about trees i'm never gonna watch this dude's video like i don't so it's just <laughs> he got a he got a sub here and i don't care about his shit so like it was like i think it was a bad just overall like it was a good idea because you feel like you're supporting each other right mm -hmm. but it's bad overall <laughs> for youtube because at the end of the day youtube is about engagement and so engagement. if you got a bunch of people that sub to you that don't care about your shit it, it's it's your channel is going to die so off that like off of like the sub for sub and then you know talking to a few people that were doing sub for sub i went i went like a route of like no matter what i want to like i want to establish myself by myself like even certain collabs i've turned down where it's like yo let's do this da, da, da. i'm like eh. i was like not yet i was like not yet i'm i don't want to do that yet like i don't want to because i want to get to a certain place where i'm just like where i'm like okay the people that are here they're here for me like i don't like shout outs they're cool but I don't want to just grow off of just a shout out because I want people to come and subscribe to me organically. So I know for a fact they hear from me because they fact, genuinely bro. fuck with that you. That is a fucking fact, bro. He's speaking, yeah, he's speaking my soul, G. <laughs> this nigga's speaking my yeah, soul bro. right now, G. And then even like after a while, like to be completely blunt with y'all, like for the live streams and shit, because I started off my channel talking about Naruto, Bleach, Fairy Tale, everything for a while. And I was like, ah, this is going to burn me out. And just go to One Piece. And I talk about other shit when I feel like it. And then the streams got, like, so big for a while. Like, I started hearing niggas say, um, oh, oh, that's, uh, that's Brago. He's a great, he's a great, um, One Piece YouTube streamer. I was like, huh? I was like, I, I mean, I guess that's cool, but I ain't just no fucking streamer. And then also, um, people was saying like um uh yeah people I, I saw i saw it on discord actually in my discord somebody was like yeah i um i go to brago's stream for um for a discussion i mean brago's brago's all right but i just go for the discussion and then i was like i want to do something right that's by myself on my own merit like not including the live streams to show y'all that i can stream and do that if i want to but i can make videos and do my own shit if i want to as well so that's why i started my other channel and started uploading videos over there just because like niggas was doubting me and that's the better performance channel correct yeah it is so it's, it's three things that i that i kind of take from that whole this whole little conversation just now uh, one being absolutely know your fan base and make sure like the subs that you get are organic. Cause like 
the problems that it caused you will happen, but also down the line when you talk, when you start talking like sponsors and everything. Um, yes, those subscription numbers look good, but let's say you got like a million people subscribed, but they don't really watch or they don't really engage with the content that you put out. Whoever sponsors you, you might get a million views and only like a hundred clicks. And that yeah. ain't looking good for like maintaining sponsors down the line. So you want to make sure like you're pulling in your people, like your your audience. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly, bro. Number two was stood out was that you have the ability to because a lot of people would take that shit as straight disrespect. Like he's in your Discord, your house. Uh yeah. kind of not some people can't take that. Like if you're not constantly yeah. like toting my accomplishments or saying something good about me, I like right. I don't fuck with you. Yeah, you, ban him. Get him out of here. Yeah, you heard that, and you were like, "Damn, bro, that's not what I want." Like, let me change my game up a little bit, and let me make this other channel. And then three, you as a brand, like what you're bringing is the better performing channel, and that that's got to feel fucking good, bro. Oh yeah, it's, it's I got a, a question. Amazing bro, bro. feeling. Yeah, go ahead, Sensei. Um, uh, do you think do you think it it would have mattered, or do you think it would have changed anything if you would have just decided to upload that same content? On your original channel is a thing um i i was uploading videos on my first channel right but i didn't understand youtube initially so i would upload i would do like five live streams right upload a video so essentially how youtube does it is that they they push whatever you do best and whatever like so with with live streams if you if you stream a lot youtube is going to promote your live streams then you make a video out of the blue more than likely the people that a lot of people that are sub to you they don't um they're not sub to you for videos they're sub to you for streams so your engagement on the videos are not going to be the same as a live stream so then if YouTube first looks at your core engagement and then they decide whether or not to recommend it to everybody else. So if your core engagement on your video is low, then it's less likely for YouTube to recommend that video to other people. Like with me and uploading a video sporadically, you know, maybe once a month or once every couple months in the midst of all these live streams, the videos didn't perform well. And for me, it was like, um, without understanding it, I was looking at it like, all right, maybe I'm just, um, maybe people just don't like my videos. But in the comments, people were saying, yo, I really fuck with your videos. You should make more of it. So then I was like, I'm not sure if people just like, just fuck with me. Like, or it's, it's, it was like mis mixed signals because YouTube and how they were performing didn't, didn't say that. So I was like, let me try. I did an experiment where I made a video. I remember when I made a video, it was like a Devil Fruit Awakening video. And I uploaded it on my main channel, like Rago DAs first. And then I created a new channel. I uploaded the same video on the other channel. And like within like the first day, I think that video got more views than it did on Rago DAs has in its entire lifetime still. So like damn. That's when I was like, okay, it's it's not, it's it's YouTube. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And I did, 
Yeah, it's an algorithm. And I didn't and initially I didn't want to just blame YouTube and just say, ah, fuck it out. It's YouTube. I wanna, I wanna like, all right, let me test it out. Let me see, let me try and see what's going on here. Instead of just like blaming YouTube, I just like let me test this shit out. So that's that's pretty much what as I you, did. As you perfect your craft about how much time do you put into like researching things like the algorithm or SEO or you know, knowing so you can better estimate how your videos are going to perform i spend a lot of time like i'm always reading i'm always watching videos i'm always i'm always looking at other people's videos i look at my videos i look at my analytics um i look at my comments uh because all that is kind of like a part of it because you got to understand what your audience wants right you got to understand like the time of day, the best time to upload. Um, you gotta understand the topics, how to title the videos, um, the length of the videos, and it's like just kind of evaluating all these things. And you like you find like a sweet spot. Like, all right, if I make a video on this, upload it at this time. If it's this long with this thumbnail, then it should do this. And sometimes it's like it doesn't do what you want it to do because it's like that's just YouTube, but. More often than not, if you upload enough, then you start getting a feel for like, all right, this is like what it is. So I think the more I upload and the more type of videos I make, I um I get a feel for like, all right, this is this is what it's gonna be. And I think the next step is kind of just like expanding and doing different like different types of videos to just see how they perform. But of course, that's gonna be a uh an experiment in itself. What was I going to say? Oh, so I want to get a little <laughs> bit into... Uh, I'm also just like in tune. I had questions, but I'm like, no, I just want this nigga to just... I, lo- I lost my thought because like this this, this is good shit. Um, Great fucking... Because like not, not many people understand uh, the how behind what they're yeah. doing. You don't, you don't always find like creators and that's... Um, that's something that I'm trying to do with the with this interview series is like when I have people on here from the industry, which is the main purpose, is like to catch some tidbits, catch some information on how yeah. things work and not just like why I do it. And so the fact that you like uh, study your analytics and, and look at the data that comes to you, check out the comments, listen to feedback from your from your audience. Yo, that shit is so important, bro. And when I'm preaching that to other people, they don't always like hear where I'm coming from. So. Hopefully, like we can start getting the numbers behind, know your data, know your analytics, know what's going on, to like make that more of a movement, and we can have more success out here in the space. Um, yeah, like that shit is important. You just gotta, you gotta know yourself and know, like, you gotta know your limitations too. Because I feel like a lot of times, people trying to be something like that they're not. And one thing that, as a viewer, because we're all viewers at the end of the day, you know when mm-hmm. something's you know when something's real right yeah you know when it's like a facade and it's like i feel like sometimes people try to be other people and it just doesn't work for everyone so i feel like you gotta find you kind of as much as youtube is about you know or in the one piece space about community and you know engagement with each other you gotta find your own identity because yes yeah, you know, again, because through that you being you bringing your own your own viewers, and then you you know, of course, that starts your own growth. Then, 
you gotta you gotta put your own stamp on it. You definitely gotta put sure. your own brand on shit. Uh, it is okay to like model the business plan to 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 copy the homework, but you gotta make sure you change the words around and put in things that you would say and like how you want to deliver it, uh, which is the hardest part. And I think that's the most intimidating thing to people too. Is like I don't know how to put my style to shit. That takes a lot of like trial and error, even. Bye being close with sensei right now as he figures out like his delivery for the page and like we talk about um and i don't want to talk too much into your business sensei but as we talk about like you know damn that video ain't do as much as i wanted but like this next one i'm gonna try this different shit and see if this pop uh it's it's constant like trial and error just figuring it out it's facts bro like bro i try so, so much shit like and i watch so many videos on well Photoshop and you know Premiere Pro and just like continuously trying to elevate. I feel like that's my goal. Where no matter where I am or um how good I think a video is doing or how good I think my channel is doing, I'm always I'm always like, bro. After I upload a video, the first thing I'm doing, I'm on Photoshop because I'm looking at like, all right, let me try to create my next thumbnail, or I'm like. On Microsoft Word, let me write my next script. Right, exactly. even in the midst of the video, the video's not even like live yet. I schedule it; it's not live yet. I'm working on like the next thing, and then even right, like I'm. And while I'm doing that, I'm listening to my video that's supposed to go live, and I'm like, oh man, I could have said this. Let me write that down because like next time I can make a video around, etc. Where it's like I'm always trying to improve, and I think that's like. That's one of the things that I gotta that I've kind of grown at because it, it went from looking at criticism and critique and saying, "All right, well, these niggas don't know what they talk about. They don't do YouTube." To like, "All right, maybe they do have a point. Maybe I should look into that instead of just like dismissing it altogether." That's funny because I'm rendering an episode in the background right now. I can hear my fan kind of like <laughs> in my headphones a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. you got the you got the, you got the finna take off. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, uh, bro, forward thinking. Yeah, you always got to be moving, G. And like to your earlier point where like you start to maximize your time and because this is so fun, because you start to love this shit, you don't even really think about it. Like you just get lost in it sometimes. Like, let me see if I can experiment with this. Let me see if I can figure this out. And before you know it, like it's just, it's a process. There are many sleepless nights where I'm not sleeping. I'm just up like on Photoshop or editing or reading or doing something where i'm just like yo this is i enjoy doing it you know what i'm saying that's why sometimes i do a, i plan on doing a stream for like 30 minutes end up being like three hours you know what i'm saying just like all the time, all the, time Gee, the nigga get on the nigga get on like yeah the, yeah, the stream ain't gonna be too long it's gonna, it's gonna be too long. <laughs> all the <laughs> time we get in that bitch get to talk about anything that's how that first stream was like, supposed damn, to be bro. i ended up sitting around for watching, sure watching y'all niggas for like three it was like one o'clock my bro, time when i, when I tell you bro when i tell you <laughs> check it out g when i tell you i'm i'm on that stream phone on 10 percent. i'm like gee i cannot get off because <laughs> <laughs> this, I need to be on for this whole shit, bro. I'm not gonna leave. Just gotta make I don't it. know what I, I don't know what's gonna happen, bro. I need to be sometimes, on this whole bro. Shit. I'm so tired. I'm hungry. I'm like, I need some sleep, but I'm like, yo, I'm just I'm having a good time, you know what I'm saying? And then like the engagement and interaction with the 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 viewers as well is kind of like it's it's like oh it's it's a it's a whole experience where I just I I enjoy that a lot, you know. So I get lost in it. 
what's uh what's 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 kind of your goal um with youtube if you even have one um do you have like a certain goal a certain point you're trying to reach or is it just kind of man i'm just doing this if i get great great if i don't whatever i'm having fun i think i think i want to be because i was thinking about this the other day i don't have like a sub goal or anything because um i try not to do that i try not to make goals off of things i really can't control because like I can't control who sub to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you can decide whether it's a sub or unsub. What I can control is how often I upload and the quality of my content. So I think my goal is always to not only improve my content and uh improve my quality every single video, but I think my goal like something I was like when I thought about it was like I just want to be I think I want to be the best at just what i'm doing like i want to get to a point where it's just like yeah that's he's the best at what he does you know what i'm saying like something you just what do you what do you define what do you what do you what do you define as what you you think that's gonna be something that you just know like you're gonna be at a point where you just know you're at the best or do you have like some some you set like once i think it could be i think it's like a mixture of not only uh numbers but also quality um uh longevity right where it's it's i don't feel like it's 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 one direct thing but i think i want to just keep going to the point where it's just yeah that's the the content he creates and what he does is like one of the best if not the best that's like, and I feel like with that as my goal, it's every day is like, I got to keep going because that's not, that's not something you can achieve by, you know, just getting by and just like doing things regularly. You got to always try to be exceptional. Do you ever find yourself uh, like maybe not comparing yourself, but you, do you ever find yourself looking at some of your youtube peers and being like oh like i want to be have more of that or do something like this or um i feel like i don't there's nothing for them that i think i want to have more of because it's a a bunch of people like more subscribers and stuff like that but i think what i look at is the content Mm -hmm. right like if it's somebody content that i enjoy and I watched them like, yo, this is a fucking good ass video. I gotta make something better than this. That's how I look at it. Where like I would go and I would like um uh watch a video. And if I enjoy that much, like I instead of like commenting on the video, I like I go and I like I DM somebody like, yo, I fuck with that video, bro. Like just that's let them know, that, like that's safe, I'm sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, let them know, like I fuck with that video. And I fuck with it so much that my goal is like, at some point when I make a video talking about the same thing, I'll make a video better than that. But I love how grown man. I love how grown man he takes his approach to YouTube. Like all you know, all bullshit aside. Like for you to be, you know, what I'm saying for you to be in the space that you want to have a whole family. You know what I'm saying? To be doing this at the quality one at the level that you're doing it now, because I, I regard you, I, I think the quality of your videos is like 
top tier, regardless of how many uh, subs you have. But just hearing how you, you know, what I'm saying, hearing how you, uh, like, kind of speak to this, it, it, it's like I can't even, I can't even see an end for you. Like, I don't really know, I don't really know if you, you're trying to make this a career or not. But I, it's not something that I can see like an end goal for. Like, I can, like, you, you typically can be like, I can see, I can see this man turning forty or thirty five and being like, yeah, I ain't gonna really do that too much. I got this going on, so. I stopped all it was cool. But like for you, I feel like you could fuck around and be doing this for the rest of your life and still be great. Like, and not even just as the shit that you are known for. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't the shit that make you money, or this ain't the shit that that has, you know, provided for your family, but this is just some shit that you are raw as fuck at that niggas just know. Like, yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Like, I I think I'm just I, I like I really enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? As it's like it's a lot more um positives and negatives and i think i just really enjoy making content talking about the shit that i like and getting better at it and i think this started from just like way back where back then when i used to put my all into like sports like i like everything like my entire life was about that and then it got to a point where i couldn't do that anymore whether it be like because of, you know physically or life whatever so now like i found something i'm like passionate about again where i didn't think i would then i'm like all right we about to go hard we not to let up off the gas bro we about to we about to go hard there you go. i fuck with that um the last thing i kind of want to talk about because we we've been talking about community a little bit and like you know maintaining your fan base and everything uh and I think you would be a good person to have this conversation with. So one thing that I kind of focus on, um, to give you a little backstory, when, so this part was kind of out the blue for me. It was something I had thought about, but not something that I like really had wanted to do at first. I was like managing another podcast for someone else, totally different industry, everything. And so when the pod happened, you know, I went and hollered at my mentor and he gave, he laid he laid out like, the blueprint for podcasts for audio podcasts to start and i just didn't agree with that shit. i was like you know bro i feel like that's how you did it and like you work at uh at this at this large fortune 500 company and this is how y'all like run the run the podcast game and that's how y'all make that bread but i just i don't want to put my podcast on that plan and so what i did was i took the main points from it and came back and formed my own kind of way of doing it and what it taught me was like, and what I already knew from my previous career, but it just reminded me, it even holds true in podcasting. Uh, just because something doesn't work at a point in time beforehand doesn't mean that it won't work now. You don't know the environment or what conditions happen to form the failure, and you don't know that your environment and the conditions won't be conducive to the success was my biggest lesson. And so one of the things I've been looking at that uh, has really been beneficial to us as a pod and something I'm, I'm constantly trying to increase that for him was a problem is the whole group of like community creation and like, and grouped, uh, like group marketing, group interaction and grouped engagement. And so traditionally podcasts have kind of been like a one-to-one, -one. like you'll have a guest come on your pod and your tour and that's how more people learn about your pod but they don't really have like that friendly rivalry. It's not, it's kind of taboo to be like, yo, like we really fuck with these people. Like 
go fuck with them, check out their pod, let's talk a little shit back and forth. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I want to push with our pod going forward. Uh, or not kind of, but what I am pushing with the pod going forward and from day one. It to give a like a sense to the to the listeners what that is, is like if you think about the LA uh Instagram comedian community and how they rose from like 2016 to 2018, where everything was that same aesthetic. The punchlines are always delivered with the gunshots. Uh, they had that same kind of like slightly saturated, oversaturated look, and then the same intro outros was on all day content. They all lived in the same building. They was in everybody's videos or everybody's channel, and they blew up as a team. And then in recent memory, one thing I've been watching that's been really dope is uh, this whole SP0 and ZP0 shit that was on Twitter. <laughs> And that yeah. shit was mad fucking entertaining to watch, but it's also a clinic to watch. So that's some shit that started on their group track. I don't know all the details. I just know what I learned from Twitter. It damn near started in his Discord. It started in Brago's Discord? <laughs> damn near. Yeah. So that's some shit that started on the group chat. I knew that part in Brago's Discord now. And so it makes its way to Twitter. And what started off is what I was seeing, like a couple of discussions here and there, like, you know, random dudes taking shots at each other turned into a whole, like, a squad was formed where, like, we not finna let y'all niggas uh, slander Sanji no more. Like, we defended Sanji. And then you had another side that was formed, and they ended up going back and forth. These videos started getting made. Like, the content was excellent that came from that shit. Yeah. Uh, And I just watched how the fans piled up. And that is, like, that's like a master course right there for anyone that's making content right now, like, on how you use group creation and like just that whole group engagement to bring more people to you because that's multiple fan bases that was just interacting and now all them follows took place i was watching guys numbers go up i'm watching guys tweet about like one day he was tweeting about like trying to get these last six to get to 500 and then i'm seeing like bro two more and i'm at a thousand and this is like some days later like dudes are on an exponential rise for me if i was I guess if I was at a place where like I was taking that seriously, the SP zero and CP zero, right? Uh huh. I'd have made merch. I'd have dropped some merch, SP zero, ZP zero shirts. Get your merch, pick your side. You see what I'm saying? Where it's like at that point, niggas are itching to buy it because they want to prove their allegiance. It's like in the midst of all that, and as fun as that is, I feel like <clears throat> sometimes you gotta, you can't lose that financial opportunity, right? Where it's like, and then that even deepens or like, like broadens the brand. Cause if somebody sees some, you wearing an SB0 shirt, oh, what, where you get that shirt for? What does that mean? What does that stand for? Or on Twitter, da 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 da. It's like, a different way to like introduce new people to what you're doing so yeah like, like you said that's perfect in how you kind of uh i don't want to say manufacture but in a way just orchestrate engagement via friendly rivalry and then that leads to just so many different opportunities which financial is one of them Financial is definitely one of them. You get the merchandise, maybe do a live event. That would have been a super bag. Super bag. <laughs> you, you drop, you drop mm -hmm. that trademark, get that shit trademark, get the yep. going. You got yep. some live events that y'all do. Imagine if you was at the forefront of that um, and you was on your, like you was on your game, you saw it coming at the, at the foresight. 
to see that observation hockey and <laughs> you yeah. like have already trademarked and got in your merch bag that's a bag yeah that's a bag because it's like on any twitter bro like one thing i realized is that if it's a wave niggas are gonna follow it like and yeah. i think it's just and then it operates in waves, bro. That's so fucking things. true, G. Like, like Demon Slayer being animated, <laughs> or like and dislike, yeah. things, just, right, bro? Like yeah. and dislike. Like it was a it was a time when niggas would just slander the shit out of Naruto. Like, damn, why? You know just, what I'm saying? Like, just because everybody was doing it. That's all. That it's yeah, it's, bro. It's, that's just how any Twitter works, where it's just about what's popping. What? How can I get you know retweets, likes, whatever? What's 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 the wave right now? You know, for a while. Hyping up Yaiba was it because for a while people didn't fuck with Yaiba the anime after it was out. Then who didn't that shit? That shit was getting love from well, from well, from my and, side and, of things. initially when it first, say, when, from what I saw, when I saw like when it initially came out, like the first four or five episodes, it was like, man, this shit, all right. Da, da, da. Then I remember Ninja tweeted, This is the greatest anime of all time. <laughs> I remember I started to see like niggas. Just, I do remember that. I remember that. About face, like, man, it's probably not the greatest anime of all time, but that shit is fucking amazing. It's just like, I just I look. I'm like, bro, you were just saying that. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out. Backpedaling. But that's shit, bro. That's, that's how human here. culture in general works. It's yeah. not just any Twitter. That's yeah. that's that's sneaker culture. That's hype. That's hype beast. It is in, it, in itself. Yeah, people just want to be on the wave, man. They just want to be included. They want to feel like they're a part of something bigger, and so you like that. You need to seize those opportunities and see when something is is going to become bigger, so you'll know like this yeah. is this is what I got to tap into. This is the pool I want to be in. Sometimes at this course, some people just want to like be entertained. That too, like, bro. <laughs> like, Are you not entertained? Just, just, I, def- I definitely threw some SP, some SP zero, ZP zero tweets out there. Just you know what I'm saying, trolling shit. At, at the end of the day, like I remember in my stream, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I sponsor, I'm sponsoring SP zero, yo." This sort of, <laughs> and then, and then that became a thing. You know what I'm saying? And it led over to so many different things. But it's just like, I, I feel like as long as it remains just, you know, friendly, and you know, it doesn't go too far where niggas start like fighting each other or meeting up in IRL like yo fight me is ZP0 on blood like unless, yeah. uh, until it goes there what the fuck <laughs> because yo what, a nigga pull happened? up with three swords with a green bandana with a green bandana and, and another oh. nigga with a black suit with his hands in his pocket get the fuck out of here bro so what was happening here, was niggas was going and like reporting People slandering Sanji, where <laughs> niggas was getting suspended from Twitter. I saw because that. of Sanji slander. I saw where that. That's uh, like, all right, you know, that's too far. Like, that's way too far. Where you, you know, you just like getting getting rid of people's Twitters. Like, you don't do that shit. So you know what I'm saying? I think, but I think I think it was Jay that retweeted somebody that got suspended for hate speech. Is what Twitter called got, that my shit. guy DDV. <laughs> DDV got like. Got suspended, but the thing is, he got it twice. <laughs> like, Damn! Soon as he came back, like same day, niggas was on him. Like, nah, B, you're gonna get you out the paint. That's probably why I had to bring it to the end because I feel like they wrapped it up too soon. He started doing like the and that G. The content was so fucking good. The videos amazing. with the subtitles, bro, it's amazing. Snapping. It's amazing. 
So I mean, I, I do think it ended a bit too soon, but yeah, uh, I guess I guess they didn't want it to get too too out of control. But nah, um, shit, I, I, SB Zero shirts might be coming, bro. <laughs> Let us know. We'll, we'll definitely market that shit on the one. Hey, it gotta be. It gotta be a neutral. It gotta be a neutral. G. Why is there not a neutral? You finna once SP zero or ZP zero take off. You definitely finna start getting like. Why? Why is there no LP zero? Well, you don't need an LP zero. He's on LP zero. That's gonna be for niggas that's taking L's. Right. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like. I'll be ZP zero before I'm SP zero, but I fuck with SP zero heavy. Definitely SP before. <laughs> different folks you feel me hey, hey i got bro i am i am of the few i'm of the few niggas that really was rooting for sanji and whole cake like i wanted him to fight Kat- nigga, Kat- I, I'm being I think we all was i mean sanji was was my favorite next before zoro but like and that's why i've been so Nathan. hurt that sanji sanji has not been seeing the love that i think sanji deserves in the new world bro i think and he's I, misunderstood you think he's misunderstood uh yeah explain I think, that i think for sanji people assume like all right zoro does x sanji has to match it in the same way right no like, so Zora, i don't think that though i no, don't think that, i don't though. think that i think that sanji oh go ahead i'm sorry i'm good now you go what do you what do y'all think though? i want to hear what y'all think i my thing with sanji is like I don't need Sanji to be the physical monster that Zoro is. I think a lot of people get caught up in that, that Zoro like took out this level of boss, so Sanji should be able to do the same or something similar. I'm more interested in like how Oda is shaping him. So for a while, Sanji has been the level-headed one. He's been more strategy-based. He's always right where he needs to be. The only person I can Every think, time. The only person I can think that's more right place, right time than Sanji might be Usopp. But Sanji is always. I, I think Usopp doesn't even compare to Sanji when we look that, at the longevity I of the agree. series. Like, because it, it, it was a it was a time where Sanji had to be right there for Usopp. True. So mm-hmm. yeah. So San, Sanji is always where he right where right where he needs to be. Whether like every time, we well, yeah, every arc, Bobby, there's a moment like that. Every he's, already, arc. he's already triggered the bridge. Like he's already thinking ahead. So I always saw Sanji as being the person that was going to be the strategic one. He's a knight. And things up. He's a knight. Uh, running, being the leader of Luffy's. Um, I saw Sanji as being like the main general for like Luffy because I don't see Luffy as a person that's issuing orders and commanding. I see that for Sanji's role. For me, like uh, it's it's pretty much the same. Like I think he has a role that he has to play. I don't I don't necessarily feel like he needs to be as strong as Zoro or you know in the in the same ballpark. I mean, I guess ballpark would be an argument, but I feel like he his role needs to be his role. So if he's gonna be the covert nigga that sneaks onto the train and wipes niggas out. You know what I'm saying? Freeze the niggas that need to be free. Bet. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm rolling with that. If you need to be the nigga that that dips off so you can make sure that this whole our whole crew can get away from this fucking uh buster call, bet. I'm rolling. If you need to come in at the nick of time to save some niggas, even if even if it looks like it's a fight that you can't you might not be able to win. If you're there just to, you know what I'm saying, protect niggas and not take an actual L. Like, niggas say Sanji take L's. He don't really take L's. It's just not what niggas want it to be. So, like, the shit that I've seen from him, I like, but just kind of like what GB was saying, I just want more. Like, it's 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 not that it's not that I only want him to do that. Like, I need you to have a... I also need you to have a moment where it is you, and it's your show, and you need to do what the fuck you're gonna do, how you gonna do it. I think it. that's the main issue. You see what I'm saying? I think the main issue with Sanji, right, is that Sanji's had some amazing moments, 
I think one could argue Sanji's had more impactful moments post time skip than Zoro has. Um, just from I would agree. Just you, you from easily argue that. Like when you remember, I think one of the most impactful things was you know him and Violet, and then leaving Violet and going across like dress rosa in like a couple of seconds and saving the straw hats and then after like he told luffy like yo big mom just pulled up i'm asking for permission to swing pretty much you know what i'm saying and then he took over like mm -hmm. he had his own little crew and he went over to zoe you know what i'm saying by himself and then he basically led the charge over there and then even after capone pulled up he was the one that got him out of capone he made the whole plan for all that and then dipped out where I think the problem comes in is that when Sanji, like go back, going back to Punk Hazard, he comes in and he saves the girls and the kids and they get out. The job doesn't get finished in, in people's exactly. eyes from a shonen perspective exactly. where like you come in, you save the day, now win the fight. Where exactly. that's what people love pre-time skip. Sanji comes in, kicks Jabra out of the way from killing Usopp and fucking demolishes Jabra. And Punk Hazard, he comes in, kicks Virgo away from, you know, uh, getting to the to getting to the girls. But then he gets his shin cracked. The fight doesn't end. Now it's up in the air. Could Sanji beat Virgo? Sanji L, da, da, da. Comes in, saves the Straw Hats from Doflamingo. But then Doflamingo hems him, up, hems him up. He's about to die. Law has to save him. So, I mean, I think in Wano with him being, like, fighting page one and page one, I'm, I'm not. It's like... There's no conclusion, you know what I'm saying, with like the things that Sanji's doing from a perspective of, like you said, having like him having his own show where he comes in and he does great things, but it's, it doesn't finish it. Whereas opposed mm -hmm. to Zoro, he comes in and, you know, Monet, he, she's swinging on Tashigi doing all this. Bro. Zoro sends a slash and then he walks up to her and is like, <laughs> you know, like that's. He scares, he scares her and he scares her into tweaking on her deliver own. delivers like, one of the best quotes in 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 one have you ever piece. seen an animal that would that you guaranteed it wouldn't bite yeah. like, what? what i didn't <laughs> like that's but that's like the moments that zoro has that sanji doesn't have you know because and i, I mean it's like you got to go back to the he doesn't have the to day. be as badass i agree I think he, he has to be badass to be in his own badass. way where Sanji's yes, a knight, where Zora's a Sanji's a knight, where Zora's more of a soldier, right? Where it's like Zora at the end of the day, like he fight anybody, right? And he has mm -hmm. like you'll fight and try to overwhelm anybody. Where Sanji, he's more he's more strategic. Where for him, he like yo, it's right moment, right time. Where I think shit pre time skip, it's like littered with Sanji just having those moments. From like Skypea, exactly. obviously Ennis Lobby, shit, even Baratier. Like it's it's easier. I understand what y'all are saying with him, but I think the the fan base has become so casual since Marine. I was Ford, literally about to get it right because mm -hmm. after Marine Ford, everybody's like, "Oh shit, we want more of this." And now after mm -hmm. seeing Sanji and looking at like the small things that he does from even the, the tea party, you know what I'm saying? His, his small things he was doing from saving his family. And then after saving, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Chiffon. And then people hate the fact that he baked a cake, but it's like, he felt like that's something he had to do to save his crew, but it's just not, 
And then the conclusion, the conclusions are just bad, bro, because the big mom, she ate the cake and then bro. I, I guess it healed her and then she was okay at the end of the day. <laughs> It's weird, bro. It still fucked them up. It still fucked them up. Do you think that Oda, I don't want to say is pandering or has pandered to, but do you think he has taken notice to like what you were talking about, how we were talking about uh, when after Marine Four, niggas wanted to see a whole lot of this? Do you think that he noticed that? And kind of gave that attention to Zoro more than he did Sanji. Like, do you think there's a specific reason why he's choosing not to give Sanji the moments that we're talking about right now? Because Oda is such a troll and artist. And sometimes <laughs> you sometimes I like the artistic personality where it's like they they live for going against the grain, and Oda kind of confirmed it was like if somebody you know, accurately guesses what a theory is. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the story. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think after Marine Ford, right? Any author, you understand that after that, people want more of that. So then what do you do? You give more fights. Oda intentionally post time skip has like limited the fights that we've gotten. Like, and I think it goes to him intentionally going against the grain. So I feel like the times where um, he wants to accentuate the fights, he uses Luffy and Zoro. But I think he wants to stay away from what Marineford was, which is just hype, 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 hype. Because I think a part of him feels like, what if I can't match that? Mm-hmm. So I but think for him... Choosing to like gas it, though, like... I think, oh, think I, about it. Marine Ford, this buildup started um, back in Drum Kingdom. Yeah, I was going to say the Drum Island, mm-hmm. the Chopper Arc or whatever. Yeah, when Ace showed up and was looking for Luffy and Blackbeard. Yeah. So then that, that buildup, right? So then like we go to Alabasta. That's 100 and something, like 100 and something, like chapter 100 and something. We go to Alabasta, Ace meets Luffy, he talks about Blackbeard again, move forward. And um, after Water 7, we have, or any Lobby, we have Ace versus Blackbeard, right? And then moving forward, we have like the whole Impel Down, uh, the Sabote Impel Down stuff. All that build up just to get to Marineford. So for Oda, I think he's taking the same route where he wants to build it up before going back to that because it's he writes in a saga style so he he writes arcs but the arcs become saga so i normally separate i say alabasta was a saga marine four was a saga and now wano is a saga um and all the hype that we've been experiencing and he normally introduces like a plot device so as we come into the end of like as we're coming into the final stretch of the Alabaster saga, quote unquote, we run into Ace, as you said, and that introduces everything that happens with Blackbeard and takes us, starts to carry events through to the Marine Force saga. And during the Marine Force saga, like we learn about all the Yonkos and Kaido and, and the balance of the new world. And we see Shanks come in and make his badass moment. And you like, damn, like pirates could be this strong that shit just cancels here. 
And then that's carrying us through the new world to get to Wano and where we're going to have another saga. And I think there'll be a fourth saga probably after Wano and maybe the end of things. I'm not sure about that part, but I think it could be like a fourth and final saga. I think we far enough. Uh, I think we just got the chapter that, um, that kind of sparks things, uh, where I feel like for the Marine Fort saga, that was chapter 434, I believe. And that was Shanks and Shanks and Whitebeard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Shanks meets Whitebeard. And they talk about Roger. They yeah. talk about Blackbeard. They talk about Ace. They talk about so much heavy shit. And we, we knew it was going to be important, right? We talked all that. The Conquerors Hockey, the Clash, all that in that one chapter. We knew it was going to be important. And that moment was so important because if Whitebeard would have said, you know what, Shanks, you're right. You're right, bro. Let me go get this nigga right now. Let me co- let me let me let me send somebody with him. <laughs> right? Let me send somebody None with this thing. Right? It doesn't happen. But I think Oda does that like masterfully where he understands personalities that he's created. So with Whitebeard, at the end of the day, I'm fucking Whitebeard, bro. Like you <laughs> fucking new ass nigga just became a Yonko. Exactly. Ain't about to roll up in my territory and tell me how what to do with my kids. Right? So at the end of the day, yeah, Whitebeard was not going to listen to Shanks because then it makes Ace look foolish. Because then he's like, wait, you listen it's to dis- this nigga? It's, 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 dis- it's disrespectful. It's like, disrespectful. I don't think you can handle this. Ace is my is my, is my right hand my right hand guy. I'm going to send somebody else to help you out. I'm going to send somebody else to help you out. Right? Where that probably is the best option. But then for Ace's pride, it's not. It doesn't work. Well, I think probably the best bet would have been maybe he sends somebody to follow him, but he doesn't know about it. Right? Where it's like, just if you were that scared of Blackbeard, because I think Whitebeard was scared of what Blackbeard's potential was, where you said, where they said Whitebeard's only rule was don't kill crewmates. Like that was a, like that. Don't kill a crewmate. You were willing to abandon that and say, you know what? This is the exception. This one time, the exception. My nigga, why? <laughs> why is this the exception? Why? Wait, so crewmates have died before? That right. you, but Buggy said, like, that's something you don't tolerate. So why now do you do this? And something about Ace is that um, a trigger for him that I've noticed that Oda puts in there, and I plan on making a video about it. Is running away. It's yes. a trigger. Most definitely. Right? A dialogue that Oda put in the Yeah, story I actually just that, finished that chapter. Which is, was that, um, which, is said, beautiful, which is beautiful writing, by the way, because it shows his respect and his admiration for Whitebeard. It's beautiful because Whitebeard is somebody that doesn't run away, right? Mm-hmm. His dad was somebody that doesn't run away. Blackbeard killed Thatch and ran away. <laughs> So for Ace, is like, bro, fuck, nah, nah, B, nah, we ain't doing Can't that. Go. This goes against nope. my blood, fam. And 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 your my your, and your my direct streets, subordinate. I will beat your ass. Right? <laughs> right, and you're and you're my direct subordinate, bro. Right. Like he, bro, that shit, that shit hurt for him. Exactly. You're my direct subordinate, and you killed this thing and ran away. You had the balls to face it. You ran away. Nah. We gonna we gonna handle it. So for Ace, I feel like no. Whitebeard couldn't have said 
anything to stop him because running away for Ace is a trigger. Like everything in regards to running away triggers him. You saw it even when he was a kid. He couldn't run away from um, Blue Jam. Uh, Blue Jam? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't run away. He just can't do it. So that's why it's like, you know, people criticize like what happened to Marine Ford, but like, bro, that's that's him. That's how he is. He can't help it. Yeah, man. Uh that was great. Um, so so Brago, uh, I know I'm a part of your your Discord, and one of the most like prominent things I remember from being in there is just getting attacked by niggas and hit with a whole bunch of random ass fucking one piece questions and shit like that. And ask my opinions, and it's like a make or break you, nigga. If you get this right or wrong, we uh-huh. gonna fuck with you, or we not gonna fuck with you. <laughs> so I, got a, I got a couple. I got a couple rapid fire One Piece questions and a couple tie in questions that I want to you, you with. Bro, you got a pledge to be in Brago Discord? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Okay. Wait, wait. Oh, are you talking like about? My, I was online <laughs> like, again. Oh, oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's like once you get in, once you get in, right? One of the first things that niggas gonna send to you is like red pill or blue pill. And the red pill or blue pill, blue pill is like Mihawk and Shanks, right? So immediately, uh-huh. it's like niggas know if they can fuck with you or not. Then after that, yeah. niggas start drilling with like a whole bunch of shit to kind of determine the hierarchy and like, yeah, like where you're going to fall. Because it's a bunch of like factions within the Discord, like a bunch of them. So like, they're just trying to, it's like when you get in, they try to recruit you. So it's crazy. Okay. Man. I can fuck with it. Yeah. But uh, I got a couple rapid fire questions. So uh, let me know you're ready. I'm ready, bro. All right, Ace versus Cracker. Ace. Who you got? Ace Sabo versus Cracker. Sabo. Bet. Dofi versus Katakuri. Katakuri. Crocodile versus Smoothie. Smoothie. Shanks versus Odin Prime. Thanks. Mm. How do you judge? You said Shanks. How, Ooh. how do you judge? I love it. How do you judge? <laughs> I love. I love it. Uh, most most broken devil fruit. Um, law. But I think Bet. I think best possible. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real real caveat, quick caveat. I think Gladius could have had one of the most broken devil fruits if they didn't nerf it. Who? The, uh, that's the rupture rupture fruit where they say you can't use it on people from from Dofi's family. Oh, the the explosion. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know yeah. Because that's like if 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 you could use yeah. it on people, it's one shot. But so for sure, <laughs> that's yeah, it. Baboon, baboon. Uh, best possible One Piece ending for you. Feed Luffy dies. Yeah. All right, tie-ins. Uh, what's your top five anime? If you can't come up with five, can you come up with three? Five. Um, Hunter Hunter, One Piece. Um, it used to be FMAB, but I'm rewatching now and it's starting to change. Um, I would say <laughs> uh, Zatch Bell. Um, Ooh. Uh, and um, for right now, there's still Reborn in there. Like, Really reborn? He said for right now. So it, that number five changes all the time. Yeah, I mean, I have a more like definitive number, like top five. But I think out of the five, I can remember right now. Like I'd add, actually instead of reborn, maybe reborn or re zero for right now. Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, do you ever think about separating short anime and long anime? Do you think that there are any? Do you think that there is a clear difference in difficulty between creating the two? Think it's more difficult to create a long anime that people would care about. That's why they're a dying breed. Correct. Correct. Think, so, um, do you think it would be fair? Sensei, uh, sensei, do you? Do you? So, do you? Sensei. Go no, ahead. you'll take God shit. Talk about some corrects. I know that. I know that. But uh, do you uh? So do you think it would be fair to like like to have short anime and long anime in the same conversation? I think when you put those two in the same conversation, first you gotta discern like what do you count as short, what do you count as long? How many episodes? Fifty, a hundred. Like, All right, so let's let's go off ma- let's go off manga just for ease of, I guess, everything. So at least th- like we talking three hundred and fifty to five hundred episodes. I mean five hundred chapters, at least for long is long, right? And then for short, you probably cap at three hundred. Anything under three hundred would be short. I think I think minimum one hundred or two fifty. I think minimum like one hundred though, because it's it's some super short manga that can't be even compared to like those short mid range type manga. Yeah, I think, I think you got to look at everything in you know everything in like encompassing like an anime. So for an anime, you have to look at the longevity, and mm-hmm. you're comparing. I don't know. A uh, new anime like Demon Slayer to something like Hunter Hunter, as great as Demon Slayer is to some people, <laughs> it's like Hunter Hunter has kind of stood the test of time. Where, um, you know, I've 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 heard a lot of talks recently about anime of the decade, and it's it's towards like the top of the list for a lot of people. So, and that's a fact. Yeah, I I mean, the, the, I, I can't the, think of one better to this decade. That's my favorite is, anime of all time. The thing, so. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Mine, my, my, mine is One Piece, and then I have Hunter Hunter as number two. So I'm I'm rolling. Like you know, the two the two can be interchangeable, but I will yeah. never give up One Piece yeah. as number one. But yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, the the so reason I'm why bugging. so like okay, Naruto's on my top five too. My bad. Number five was Naruto. I bet. Okay, bet. So the reason why the reason why I ask, and, and I got a couple more, and then we can stop. Uh, uh, the reason why I ask is just because. All right, so let's say a hundred episodes is the cap for a short anime, like maybe a little bit over because some some may have one hundred two or one hundred five or something like that. But like that hundred episodes, if you got a hundred episodes or less, you're a short anime. If you anything more than that, you're a long running anime. So any ep- anime you know with like four seasons that be twenty episodes or twenty four mm-hmm. episodes. That's just, that's short. Move on it. Okay. Yeah. So F- FMAB, I would consider short. Short. That's short. Yeah, it's it's that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, that's a short. But like obviously, One Piece is long. Naruto's long. Bleach is long. Hunter Hunter is long. Berserk long. You know what I'm saying? JoJo long technically, but I feel like it's a short. Thing anime is, why, the thing because is, every part. Yeah. So that that's the thing. It's parts, and they it's like they 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 release the a anime new anime by, each by, part by each part. Which work? I think that works mm-hmm. a lot better for quality. Where I think with One Piece mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball and Naruto, they suffered from just the the week to week. Just I got to get something out. <laughs> like it, it's 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 almost yeah. like if you're a YouTuber, right? 
and you have like this, like the 25 days of Christmas challenge. There's going to be some days in there where it's, it's bullshit. Stuck. It just suck. It's just, <laughs> For it's just sure. bullshit, right? Because now it's not even about quality. It's just about just uploading, like just upload, just to upload. Because you have this this challenge yeah. going on, and for One Piece and Dragon Ball and those things, like every week they gotta adapt this material, and like you gotta figure out how to make it entertaining. But they can't. But then I'm sure you have limits as to how much material you can use because you can't get too far ahead because the manga is at this place. So it's like. It's so many different factors that they got to take into consideration that they it, it's like a they're fighting a losing battle. And and we got uh, I want to I want to I want to I want to finish. My- we got some other time saving money saving techniques we finna use in the next episode too. So you're gonna feel like you watched the last episode when you watch the next episode. But we are gonna give you a moment. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> you gotta do that shit, bro. Of course. All right. So uh, Marine Ford or Chimera Ant. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I think Camara Ed is better, but Marine Ford is more enjoyable. Ooh. I I I don't know. Marine Ford Marine Ford is more it's easier to rewatch. For Camara Ant arc, it's a it's a it's a vibe. Like it's a mood that yeah. you gotta be in to kind of you deal also with have that. to know what's gonna happen to enjoy it. It's heavy. Best. It's the heavy. thing about the yeah. thing about Kamara, it's an intellectual arc. So like yes. you watch you watching that, it's got some weight and some substance to the story. Yes. Like yes. and depending on whatever like mental emotional state you in at that point, Kamara might, might might be difficult for you. It might trigger you in some ways. Like bro, yeah. hey, I can't take this right now. Yeah, like so with with Marine Ford, it's a good time, bro. It's such a good time. Like I love reading. It's a great time. Like uh, I, I literally this, just got through rereading it in color, bro. Oh, that shit is amazing. Yeah, me too. Because since they post all the screen grabs, he <laughs> posted every every time. Post yeah, I was every, uh, bro. Every bro, every panel. It was like every chapter had a, like several widespread panels, bro. Yeah, yeah And I'm just throwing the bitches in. Like, look at this shit, bro. Look at this shit, bro. Look at this. Older, shit, the, older the gold flame, 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 flame. I went back to like Marine Ford because I was pulling a panel for like a video I was making. And then it was like with Kuma's Ursa Shock. Ended up like reading a few chapters before and a few chapters after. I'm like, yo, every time I do that, I got to like read through a few chapters just to like, I'm like, all right, all right, I'm good. But it's just, I just can't leave it out where I'm just like going to it and just reading that exactly what I want just because of how good Marine Ford is and how many things happen throughout like that arc. Like that arc. As it was a shit show in in regards to power scaling, but I think it was almost it was almost perfect. If you like, as far as like enjoyment, just yeah, man. Uh, I like that answer. Soul Society or Water Seven in his lobby? Society. I think in his lobby, Water Seven is kind of overrated. Hmm. All right. Well, as a tangent question, since you say you think it's overrated, what's the top three arcs in One Piece pre time skip? Time skip. Um, I would say Marine Ford, Ambaratier, and thing is, any slobby is not what it is without Water Seven. Those are two different arcs. That's, yeah. that's why I combined the two. I said Water Seven in <laughs> East Lobby. We can, we count those. We count those as one on this. Yeah, podcast. I count them together. I count them together. That's a house rule. It's kind of cheating, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, nah, it ain't, bro. What the fuck? fuck they, they exist as one. That's a house rule on the podcast. Right. One doesn't exist without the other, B. I mean, Water 7 <laughs> exists, but... Nah, bro, they exist. Any lobby doesn't exist without... Bro, I, I, bro, if I'm being honest with you, I'm the type of nigga that combine Impel Down with Marine Ford. I mean, I understand Not it, to say like, that Marine Ford wouldn't happen. But but if we're going to do that, but right? But like, it's... It, well, people do that a lot, right? Which I understand. But I feel like if you combine Water 7 and each lobby, then if you combine Sabodi, like pre and post, like it's top, it's top five. If you combined, if you combine um, pre and post, post is trash, bro. What are you talking about? Sabaody post, like the return of Sabaody. Oh, that was fantastic. You didn't like post? Oh, oh nay, nigga. That was I damn near the worst arc in one piece of my life. Nay, nigga. I think, listen, listen. <laughs> I think some of the best shit was like. The comedy with fucking Damaro Black and Monjaro and those niggas trying to be the Straw Hats and Stra- and and Chopper not knowing if the Straw Hats or not, and then you can't forget like the flexes by the Straw Hats, bro. Like that shit was fucking. Bro, they flexed epic. more than that in Fishman Island, and that arc wasn't that. Good. I I think I think the return mm-hmm. has, has some good moments. I wouldn't call it like great overall, but that moment where Luffy like fucking you can combine both pre yeah. and post. Because like you had a moment with Luffy, like I, there's there are iconic moments in post Sabodi in the Return. Because Luffy, like they, it's like a bunch of people they came there to serve a fake Luffy, right? Yeah. Sentamari shows up with the pacifist. Is like, yo, we hear Monkey Luffy's gonna be here, but it's not. It, it, it's not the real Luffy, but Luffy happens to be in the area. It's like P, PX Five, find Luffy, and he shoots Luffy and blows him up, and all of a sudden these niggas like. Yo, that's the real nigga right there. And then he sends PX5 yeah, and all of a sudden Luffy's like, bro, we haven't seen this nigga in two years. This nigga just casually, <laughs> casually <laughs> fucking rocks this pacifista. And then like, yo, that's that nigga right there. Sanji and Zoro pull up. Which for me, that's like a throwback Ooh. to like Eni's lobby, bro, against Bluno, where he had geared second for the first time, where like, this used to be the standard of excellence, this this pacifista, and now like you've come back better than before, oh. and you you own this nigga, and now you come back with the pacifi- pacifista, you doing gear second in body parts. It's not the whole body no more. Like oh, he dang. just he threw that shit in one arm, and I was like, Boom. what? And the thing is, that shit's like what? It was like an impact on the ground too. That shit was like boom. Aired him like, out, bro. What? And then when Zoro and Sanji pulled up too, and then the pacifist was like, you know, and then these niggas like, yo, <laughs> get the fuck out the way. He's like, yo, I cut him. Yeah, I broke not. his neck. Come on. And then bro. even 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 in the anime, when he dodged when he dodged the beam shots from the pacifist, he like too slow. Too slow. <laughs> what? And then Zoro, yeah, Zoro got on the wrong ship. <laughs> That was I was about to say literally that was probably the the, the best moment to me oh, from that whole shit. Like yeah, the the, the the Luffy shit was hype. I'm not gonna I'm not ZP disagreeing zero. with the Luffy shit because you ZP zero. I am ZP zero, but <laughs> I am ZP zero. But I, I mean I fuck with Sanji too, G. But I'm saying like that arc as a whole, like I, I you you talking to comedy. I love the comedy in One Piece. That was not the best. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't even top tier comedy for me. Like top tier comedy for me is like Thriller Bark. The bark like is the best, sure. is the most comedic arc, I think. But I think I just love just how gullible Chopper was and just how fucking insane it was that <laughs> these people were here following this fat ass nigga saying that he was Luffy. Like, 
and like the, the fake stars look nothing like him. But Chopper was I, blowing my mind because it's like, how did you look at Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> that, but then, but then I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to justify like, yo, Usopp blew up the first, <laughs> yo, the first, the first bad. year out here, bro. So like, you know, it's not. And in the anime, it's funny because you know Chopper has like the fucking uh the sound effects when he walks, like that, that little <laughs> boom, boom. yeah, so, that, like, that, that face walk shit. Yeah, and he's like, "Yo, they look different, but that gotta be them, right?" <laughs> he's like, "Ah, whatever." Yo, that's my I love the return of uh-huh. Sonoki, bro. I love it. All right, man. I guess we just don't have to agree to disagree. We can talk about it, but uh, uh, my last two, um, one has to go. Dark tournament, tuning exams, hunter exams. A dark tournament. You said not dark tournament. I said goodbye dark tournament. Okay, that's pretty easy. So tuning, tuning exams or hunter exams. Hunter exams. You think the hunter? You said hunter. Has yeah. to go or stay? Yes, yeah, go. Has to go. Oh, okay. Whoo! I'm like, yo. <laughs> uh, I think this the tune is, the is, is um, it's just too iconic, bro. It's just too much there. It's a fact. I know people remember. Gar I don't think I know it. It's too much. It's like it's a, it's a bunch of other shit that happened. Oh, it's way too much. It's way more than that. Yeah, it's way more than that, bro. Like the tuning exams didn't start there. Like that shit started with them niggas cheating on a test. Like. <laughs> like that shit was yeah, who exactly weird. did something, but was it like when um Kakashi guy and like uh they had to pull up on was it Gara they had to stop or Neji? They had to stop no, somebody. they had to stop Neji. They had to stop Neji from they, beating up Hinata. They had to stop Neji. Hinata, right? They had to stop him from wilding. I was like, yo, that's <laughs> this Tamari, the introduction of Orochimaru. Like Tamari, it was a whole lot Tamari of Tamari breaks on, uh Eno's back over the fucking fan, which is one of my favorite parts. She was insane. Uh, uh, Sasuke fucking coming back, my nigga. Awesome, like yeah. yeah. I think I think the tuning exams is like uh, the best tournament arc in Shonen. What's your last rapid fire? Uh, That was my last one. Brago, do you have any last words? Anything you want to impart to fans, listeners, your fans that are maybe tuning into this episode? Um. I would just say uh if 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 anybody's thinking about like either starting YouTube, starting a podcast, starting a business, starting school, um, say maybe you, you know, you feel like you failed the first time or second time, or you're not where you want to be at this point, bro, just keep going. I feel like, and then you only know how hard you're working. You can tell people you're working hard, but you're the only person that know how hard you're working. You gotta put your best foot forward. And if you do that. At the end of the day, you're gonna be satisfied with the result because you're gonna be you're gonna know that at the end of the day, I'm going all in. And so you're not gonna be wondering, like, all right, my man, if I just done this, maybe I would have gotten a different result. Just go hard and don't stop doing what you're doing because it always pays off, bro. Always pays off. Most dev sensei, any last things you want to say? Uh yeah man just shout out to Brago bro I definitely appreciate you for coming out bro like you you are 1000% a goal for me in terms of this YouTube shit um I am also of the ilk of niggas on YouTube that do it cuz they just enjoy it like 
I just want to talk about the shit. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Even, you know, I sit up and talk to GB all the time. Like, I, I really don't know if I even have a goal here. Like, I just like doing this shit. Like, it's some shit to do in my spare time. Um, and it's some shit that I really enjoy. So I fuck with you for that, man. I fuck, I fuck with your views and shit. So I, I just really want to say thank you, bro. Like, I look up to you. I watch your videos all the time. I, I study them shits. I'm trying to figure out how to be a master editor like you, a master Photoshopper like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I fuck with you. I appreciate you for fucking with me, man. Um, I, I and, appreciate and, that, you know bro. Saying, like I said, if any, if I can help, just let me know, like. Um, if you need editing tips or whatever, like the software, whatever, let me know, bro. I got you. So, bro, I, I am not afraid to hit that hit thy line or hit thy DMs. <laughs> got you. But now, also, also, I think what y'all are doing here really is really dope, bro. Like, I think something that uh, kind of shocked me was when, like, um, I got because Sensei hit me. He was like, "Yo, you are gonna get an email about whatever?" And I got an email. It was like the like a release form and um like the uh, like the rundown i'm like yo these niggas is really like bro he 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 did like oh you niggas is real <laughs> i'm like these niggas is really like doing this shit so uh, i feel like that's really dope bro because like you know we record a we record a quote-unquote podcast on youtube with the grove or whatever and you know what i'm saying bro when we invite somebody to the fucking like podcast it's always just like my nigga you want to pull you want to pull up that's how we ask these people you know what i'm saying y'all gotta hold that's how it used to be for us but then it was like we gotta start holding like you know what i'm saying motherfuckers might say some wild ass shit and it's like they're trying to come back like you know i'm saying hey can you like we'll drop the episode like damn i I ain't really know i said it or i sounded like that and it's like well shit it's out now it's like well i don't want my voice out there like that so i'm gonna sue you and it's like whoa you know what i'm saying like no i definitely feel it i mean you guys definitely take it to the next level definitely took some some smoke or some shit so like everything that i do on the pod right now like everything i'm putting together behind the scenes is just all what we learn so even though like this is season one that this interview is a part of it's 41 episodes is already out there that's been me like playing around with uh, like types of episodes, what segments could look like, uh, release schedules, trying to get some data so I can see what times people be on, like who, what type of episodes get the most downloads, which ones don't. So like this would be the first season where we're trying to like um, just make everything fit um, and, and like see if the experiments paid off. And so like yeah. I'm I'm geeked up. The podcast release had to come because like since they said like people say things and because it's a it's a fun pod and I love doing this shit, but this is also like a business to me. Like I want this to be so much more than this. Like I have ideas on how I'm going to scale this. So it is a fun pod and people come out and we have a good time, but you tend to like forget that this shit is going out to the airwaves. And then like, you're trying to hit me up afterwards and be like, well, bro, like I only want you to release 10 minutes of the two hours that we talked because I said all this other shit. And then I'm kind of sitting there like, you know, what I'm supposed to do? Cause I I ain't no grimy, I ain't no grimy dude. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not gonna a... do you like that. Just put if you don't want your business out there, like I'm not that dude. So I had to like come up with a way to make people conscious. And so for me, like that podcast release is not really a way for me to like flex my muscle and lean on people. But I think it's also a way to keep the guests conscious. Cause once you do something like that, it's in your head like, oh, like we talking we on here doing shit it's gonna matter like my voice is going out this is happening 
And so for me, that's been invaluable in these first eight episodes that we've done for season one already, like coming up. So I, yeah. I think it's really dope, bro. I'm really, yeah. I feel like with that, I'm more like um, paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let me, I, I want to follow this podcast and see where it goes. Cause this is really dope that, you know, already in the first season of it you're taking it serious enough to have a podcast release where you know you're it's, it's like forward thinking you know where it's like all right you know we at this place now but we don't know exactly where we might go where we might end up so you know i think that's dope once again i appreciate you for for pulling up and stepping out with us brago um the take the takes was hot uh i i don't know if we on the same page about uh canute and villain side uh, and, and his speech uh, and everything, uh, but uh, <laughs> on that motherfucking I still gotta respect it, man. Um, to all the supernovas that's out there listening right now, to any fans that came up from Brago, y'all supernovas now, uh, join the conversation with us on Twitter and Instagram and, and be a part of the worst generation podcast family. Share any dope lessons you took from this, any hot takes that you have. Uh, if y'all didn't fuck with our hot takes, let us know. Use the hashtag worst gen talk. Uh, all of Brago's information can be found in the show notes below. I hope that you guys laughed. I hope you learned something. I hope that you're inspired from this episode. And stay tuned for a sneak preview of next Friday's episode. Until next time, we out. Bye, niggas. Yeah. You just listened to the Worst Generation Podcast, produced by GPM. If you made it this far, you probably fucking with us. So subscribe, rate, and review the Worst Generation Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation by following us on Instagram at Worst Generation Podcast, on Twitter at WorstGen underscore pod, or by leaving us a voice message. We really want to hear the thoughts and opinions of all our listeners out there. You can help us create more content, live events, and giveaways by supporting us through Anchor or our Patreon page. All links are in the show notes below.
Kiko. Out of here. Sleepy. Yo, no, I G, your buddy, your buddy, your buddies ain't here to help you, G. Get no. sleepy. Come on. Wake up. You hear these slander? <laughs> if you go to readhxh.com, you literally have it perfectly remastered. Niggas the read translation right Tagashi shit? Uh, Niggas redrew Tagashi shit? Yes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Well, Togashi, just go look at it. It's it's literally the line work is perfect now. And and there's it's clean. Um, it's not like you go through the Chimera Ant arc, like where the art was really bad and he was really getting flamed for it. I know, and, it's, it was and it's perfect. It's perfect now. How? They, they, like, I, because I mean, I'm looking at this shit now. Just go see it. Just go look at it. <laughs> I, and so, I, and I, I'll tell you this right now. I love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood too. I'll tell you all that, you know? Yeah! Wait, one more time. You do what? No, because I did, mean, because Sensei, you know, Sensei, you know, kind of, you know, he be no, nah, he be slandering, he be slandering brotherhood. I don't like, think it's slander. I, I, so I, wait, I hit me out, hit me out, hit me out. Did y'all know the like, demons? Did y'all know the demon slayer was better than Full Metal Alchemist? Don't do this, oh, DB. <laughs> don't do this, DB. Right. Start over. Why are we about to do this already? Start over. So, so what are some fake? What's up, man? What's some recommendations out there? Um, uh, should I go? Yeah, you go. You go yeah. first. Camille. Niggas heard so, the Birdman hand rub. Right. Oh yeah, that was me. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had try going in your nightstand like it was a Bible in a hotel. <laughs> Shit, low key was, bro. You <laughs> used to open that bitch. Oh, open that bitch. Look at the CD. Is it me right. you're looking for? <laughs> 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 what do you say? I hate you niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs>